0: Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to all those who are new with us today. There are some passages in the Bible that are very easy to understand and do not need much explanation. For example, St. Paul provides us with some clear and straightforward instructions in his letter to the Colossians, where he says, put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, Slander and foul talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old nature with its practices. St. Paul does not tell us to do these things when we feel like it, but instructs us to do them all the time. As hard as it may be to do these things, the Bible is clear that we should never be angry, malicious, Talk about people, lie, or swear. There's a a story about a priest who was driving away from the hospital, and someone cut him off. Instead of swearing, he honked. A policeman stopped him and said, Father, can't you see the sign? It says absolutely no honking in front of the hospital. The priest answered him and says, Yes, officer, I did see the sign. But the Bible tells me that I should never swear. So honking was my only choice. <laughs> some Bible passages are very clear and straightforward when it comes to what we should and should not do. And some are less clear. If we read today's gospel and we think that it's clear, then we have, understand the lar- we have understood the larger passage within the context of what we call the plan of salvation. If we find it to be very obscure, then we have missed uh, the passages in the Old Testament and in the New Testament that it refers to. In today's Gospel, Jesus tells a story about a landowner who planted a vineyard, leased it, then sent his servants, and then finally his son to get a share of the grapes. This is an analogy. It's a story. And it's an example of God's plan of salvation. Every element of the story actually recalls to us how God loved us and everything he did for us. In order to understand this parable, we need to know that in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, the vineyard was used as an image of the relationship between God and us. For example, we read in the book of the prophet Isaiah... Chapter 5, verses 4 and following. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done for it? When I looked for it to yield grapes, why did it yield wild grapes? For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah are his pleasant planting. And he looked for justice, and behold, he saw bloodshed. For righteousness, but behold, a cry. Therefore, when Jesus was telling this gospel, he was telling it in the larger context of these verses in the Old Testament that referred to the people as the vineyard and our relationship with him as the relationship between a vineyard and the one who plants a vineyard. In other words, God plants gifts in each and every one of us. God is the one who plants. What's the vineyard? It's us, our life. He plans gifts in each and every one of us and gives us so much. Yet, what do we do? We sometimes do not take and develop these gifts, and we wander and we produce very little fruit. In today's gospel, Jesus also uses this example of the vineyard when he says, as a context of this passage, I mean, when he says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch of mine that bears no fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Jesus tells, gives this message in chapter 15 of the Gospel of John. Therefore, to truly understand today's gospel, we have to realize that Jesus is speaking about the long, loving relationship that God has with every single person, and that relationship that God has had with every single person from the time of creation, from the time of Adam and Eve, throughout the entire period of the Old Testament, all the way down to each and every one of us today. The first part of this parable speaks about a man who plants a vineyard and provides everything for it to grow. This is meant to take us back to the book of Genesis where we read, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. God was the one who initially planted the vineyard. The verses that follow tell us how God also provided light, water, land, vegetation, plants yielding seed, fruit bearing trees, and finally, living creatures. We see here a very important parallel between today's gospel and the book of Genesis. Just as God creates the world and everything in it with care, meticulous care, so too the landowner in today's gospel plants a vineyard and surrounds it with many wonderful things. Furthermore, as God places a man and a woman in the world that he created, the landowner in today's gospel leases his vineyard to vine dressers and asks them to take care of it. Remember the passage in the book of Genesis that we shall take care of the earth. Both give their precious treasure, both Genesis and and today's parable, the, the main characters both give their precious treasure over to others and they don't just hand it over to others and walk away they actually expect those who are entrusted with the gift to work hard and also to bear fruit. The second part of today's parable tells us that the landowner sent his servants to receive the fruits of the vineyard but those who were supposed to be taking care of the vineyard ended up killing the landowner's servants and his son. This, of course, is a parallel to the Old Testament prophets that God sent to remind people that God expects every single one of us to produce fruit in our lives. Unfortunately, both then and now, prophets and their message are not very welcome. We'd rather bury good news than be challenged by it. For example, in the book of Kings, the prophet Elias says, For the people of Israel have forsaken your covenant. They have thrown down your altars and slain your prophets with the sword. And I, even I, only am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Also, as we know in the life of Jesus, as he prepares for his death and resurrection, he shows that he is the Son. In today's parable, that the vine dressers were supposed to respect as the heir, but what did they end up doing? They ended up killing him. And that is why Jesus says in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 23, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, killing the prophets and stoning those who were sent to you. How, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but You would not. The irony, of course, is that Adam and Eve did not appreciate the paradise that God created for them. The people throughout the Old Testament were not always favorable to God's prophets. But the story never ends there. The gospel passages and us reading the Bible is not about a message to somebody else, but it's how we relate that message to our life. And therefore, we too do not fully grasp that we live in an absolute paradise of everything around us, especially where we live here. And do we appreciate it? Sometimes we do, but unfortunately, we we repeatedly abuse the things around us, we take advantage of the things around us, we're wasteful, and we're not observant of the many gifts that God has given us personally and the many blessings that he has surrounded us with. Today's gospel reminds us that as the landowner planted a vineyard and gave it over to the vine dressers, God created the whole, the whole world and everything in it specifically for each and every one of us. We are not an accident, but are purposefully created because God loves us. God wants to provide for us, and also, God wants, and He expects us to bear the fruits of goodness in this world, in our environment, in our families, in our schools, in whatever communities we have. He wants us to bear fruit in this garden of life. We would not be able to understand today's gospel without this wider context of the entire Bible, and that's why it's important to read the Bible frequently and carefully, because some passages are obviously very easy to understand, while other passages, as the one we just read, requires a little more digging.